the bling. Don't you know it's all about the cash and ching? Come on, the double profits is to stack them things. Making big bucks, change rocks and rings. Where my money? Give it to me. I ain't never been scared of money. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, Elio Canella, alongside the man, Sophie, always Pierce and Barriers, Ben Pierce. This is another bonus episode of the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. Ben, how are you? I'm good, man. We uh, we decided to um, to give the Money in the Bank pay-per-view its own uh, mini-show because Quite, fr- quite frankly, if, if we did that in addition to everything else that's happening this week, I felt like, uh, you know, tomorrow's show would have been entirely too long. So I just, uh, I messaged my esteemed co-host and see if he wanted to uh, have a special Friday evening um, showing. And so here we are. Very good. Yes, this is going to be a short show as well tomorrow night. Uh, yeah, you know, I, what, you uh, know what? I kind of like the short shows. I don't understand these hosts that like to go three, four hours on the air. Oh my that. god! You know, like even when we inadvertently go like two and a half, like, and that's usually when you and I are just spouting off, shooting the shit, and we get sidetracked. But it's like even even that it's like oh my god. Yeah. Just like uh, um, we have a podcast here called Post Wrestling that used to be Live Audio Wrestling, right? And um, they've done uh, podcast episodes where they've gone like literally gone five hours. Well, just like who who is gonna sit there and listen to a podcast for three hours, let alone five? Exactly. I, mean, I, I think two hours is really pushing it. Yep. You know, I mean, Jesus. So have no fear. This will not be. This will not be that long of a show. But but I do have I do have uh, some points that I would I would like to discuss as we go through the match card and the and the results. So let's okay. Let's jump into it and um. Contrary to what we typically do, I would like to I would, would like to see some of the pre-show match because I was quite uh, surprised by uh, the fact that this particular match was on the pre-show. You watched it? No, no, I didn't watch it because oh, I, didn't, I know you said you didn't watch uh, the pre-shows. No, but I I didn't. But the fact that this match was on a pre-show was actually kind of surprising. They had Jeff Hardy versus Cesaro on a pre-show. Oh yes, I saw this one. They and gave I, this match thirteen minutes and thirty seconds. Well, okay. Well, first of all, um, why would you have these two on a pre-show? I don't understand. Number one it. and number two. I thought they were throwing Jeff Hardy into a program with Sheamus. Well, you know, but but there's that, but also like that Cesaro has a connection to Sheamus because of the bar or something. I don't know. But yeah, but they're uh, not together no more. They're not the bar anymore, though. Well, yeah, I know, but like, you know, I'm just trying. To, I'm stretching, yeah. just trying to find some element yeah. of logic, yeah. which yeah. seems to be so. Uh, so elusive um, and hard to and this find. Is Jeff, this is Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Hardy's uh, return, and they put him on a pre-show. Well, and and, see, and that's why I said it, it's a stretch for for me to find a logical explanation because 
there really isn't one. Um, no, you know, it, it's fine if you want to if you want to take it slow and, and get Jeff back into the swing of things, but not you know not on a pre-show, mm-hmm. especially especially after you've had these uh, vignettes aired for him. These extended vignettes aired for weeks. See vignettes. <laughs> Which get vignettes? It's vignettes. Oh, I'm sorry, I mispronounced it. I'm the grabbing police now. <laughs> oh my god, that's Jesus. hilarious. Jesus, you sound like my mother. <laughs> I'm sorry. I beg your pardon. You should be. <laughs> I I demand I demand that Lord Alfred Hayes issue me a heartfelt apology. My word. I do <laughs> say I'm quite sorry, sir. Uh, yes, with the hat in hand. My apologies. What the hell is the matter with me? Anyway, that, that's what that's what I was asking myself with having them having them put Jeff Hardy on a fucking pre-show with me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. So after I recovered from from that mm-hmm. uh, logical pitfall. Uh, then we got into the main card, which um, I am so sick of these guys in the first match. Oh my god! Like how many new, times? The new day, cause like mm-hmm, I'm so. How sick many of the times new day. are we gonna see this? Like, okay, like I really do. I have an immense amount of respect for the new day. You know, clearly they're WWE Hall of Fame caliber as a as a tag team at this point, right? But you know, if it's not if it's not the Usos or the New Day, it's like you know, tag team wrestling doesn't matter in WWE at all, as has been evidenced for like the last decade plus. So it's hard for me to care, and it's even harder for me to care now. Um, and, and you know, it's funny. Um, two thousand nine when they had the. SmackDown versus Raw uh, series for the for the Nintendo and stuff. Yeah, uh, the 2009 one game focused on tag teams. <laughs> yeah, they had um, Batista and Rey Mysterio had their own uh, little uh, road to WrestleMania there, which uh, which culminated in. Um, in uh, Batista attacking Ray at uh, the Bragging Rights pay-per-view, which happened both in the video game and in real life, I remember. I remember that. Okay, because I I remember um I I guess it must have been uh, 2010 where they had Ray Mysterio had his own storyline, but they were like two, no, two was, that was that was 2011. 2011, where they where they had a two separate storyline. In one storyline, he was a face, and the other storyline, you you had the option to turn him heel. Yeah, well, yeah. That, that was actually one cohesive storyline. But he started out as a face, and then you had the option to turn him heel. Yeah, which I actually I actually did both because I played I played that storyline uh, several times. Yeah, I actually enjoyed it a lot. That that was that was fun. See, those games were fun. Then then they got to be the same stupid crap with the, all the same stupid glitches. Yeah, it's um, 
Yeah, WWE video games uh, got really repetitive. Did you get number? Did you get number twenty? No. Yeah, I heard. I heard a lot of bad things about it. All right. No. Anyways. Well, any, anyway, yeah, it's yeah. true. Trust me, they've had a lot of glitches. But anyway, um, can I say that this next match was so stupid? <laughs> yeah. First but, of all, but but what, one one more th- one more thing. Oh, okay. And then and then I I I, I won't go any, in, in, into any further detail regarding this fatal four way. But what uh one incident really had me like rolling my eyes. Uh oh. Like, the match itself was fine. Uh, you know, I didn't really care about it, but the match itself was fine. But, but correct me if I'm wrong. Um, aren't Fatal 4-Ways supposed to have a no-DQ stipulation? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, um, so Jackson Riker was, was on the outside um, dur- during this match. Obviously, he's the third, he's the third member of the Forgotten Sons. And he went to help, um, you know, his his men in arms, and uh, the referee disqualified him. <laughs> the what? And I was just, I was a little bit miffed. Well, obviously a lot miffed. Mm-hmm. Um, but what was funny was that after they finished doing the replays, you could see, um, you know, Michael Cole and Corey Graves in the background, and, and um, Michael Cole just, like, he gestures toward the ring with his, with his arm like this, right? And he's looking at Corey like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so, so it's, you know, so the, the lapses and, and, judgment and and this the fact that they make up the rules as they go along is becoming uh more and more uh disgustingly obvious yep but continue okay this next match was so stupid dead bobby lashley versus defeating archers now originally was supposed to be mvp <sighs> however they he brings out bobby lashley to take his place but the the one thing that I found to be so stupid is our truth when he comes out he starts to his what's up and they point the microphone upwards into the air like 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 uh, anyone's even there to repeat what's up. Well, I mean, but in our truth case, I found that funny. Okay. You have to you have to remember that's kind of our truth gimmick. But yeah, I mean, just, uh, it, it, it just uh, felt weird, like because usually I'm used to like crowd saying "What's up" and stuff, but like there was yeah. no no one there. <laughs> but, but, then, but then again, on um, on Monday Night Raw, uh, he had like those fake teeth, and I'm like, well, what the fuck is this? So like I. I oh, you know up. what? Do you remember uh, he they put him in this uh, stupid gimmick? Uh, it didn't even last long. Uh, remember they called him Pretty Ricky or something? Yeah, well, that they they brought Pretty Ricky back on uh, on Monday. That was that was the Jesus. That was the point that you know with the with the butt teeth gimmick and everything else. You know, I like our truth. They're gonna do. They're gonna start doing that with him again, are they? I hope not, because 
Like, I, I thought I, I had enough with little Jimmy, and now they're bringing back because pretty Ricky. I mean, how, 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 how long did what, that one last next? the first time? I, I don't remember. It, it, See it, how it, it memorable was, it was? You know, it wasn't, yeah, that, well, that's exactly what I was going to say. It wasn't exactly very memorable, if you can even remember how long it went along. But, what the? Ugh. But um, moving on. We had Bailey de- defeating Tamina. Okay, k- kill me now. Just <laughs> be in the air. Hold the, on, hold uh, on. Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Very, very good. I, I guess I can end this show right here because I have no calls. Yes, there, there's been a death on the show this evening. But, <laughs> Jesus. And it should be, well, it should be in, addition, in addition to my eulogy, we should also be planning a funeral for the women's division on both shows. But uh, as, to, as to this, this was just a shining example as to why both divisions need to be combined into one. Okay. Because this match was fucking terrible. And it was one person's fault. And her name is Tamina. Good God. This woman, I mean, all due respect. You know, I, I'm not going after her personally. But mm-hmm. she cannot wrestle her way out of a paper bag. I can wrestle better than her. And I'm in a wheelchair. And I can move better than she can move in the ring. Okay. I'm I'm convinced that I'm more athletic than Tamina is. All right. I believe it. I, I, I mean, poor Bailey. You know, she, she's working her ass off to try to make this match, you know, competitive, uh, competitive and compelling and cohesive, whatever whatever word you want to use, and it's just not working. Because, you know, at, at one point, at one point, they were kind of, you know, running around the ring, and, um, and uh, uh, Tamina was supposed to catch Bailey. Well, at, at one point, Tamina was moving so slowly that <laughs> Bailey had to purposely trip to make sure, make sure that Tamina caught her before she got into the ring, and it was just, it was so blatantly obvious, and it was, it was just, it, and you know um, I don't usually agree with uh, with the take of Jim Cornette, although I find it very funny, um, but um, he, but he ripped Tamina a new ass as a professional wrestler. Jim Quinn is miserable. Jim Quinn is so freaking miserable, though at times. Well, well yes, he, he does come off as a miserable human being, but yeah. um, no, but sometimes bit, sometimes he makes sense, but sometimes he just comes off as just miserable. Well, absolutely, but I'll tell you what: this match was miserable. Hence my, uh, hence my. Uh, bringing that up because and and, it, and and therefore this is why you're no longer among the living I 
Dude, I, I just this is this is what I don't this is what I don't understand because you know we, yeah we had the occasional um, kind of stupid things going on when you and I were you know growing up watching wrestling you know they had the cartoon stuff in, in your era they had they had some really mind boggling attitude era segments I hated the um, attitude era it was so stupid. But, you know, it's just, but at the very least, you can say that, that largely that was compelling and exciting film. Because, you know, you had Steve Austin, you had The Rock, you had Triple H, you had, you had an assortment of others. I didn't have a problem with the character, I had a problem with the content on, the, on my screen and uh, the garbage matches that they had at the time. Well, yeah, and... And a lot of the time now, when I go back and watch watch wrestling from that time frame, I just fast forward to like the Undertaker and Stone Cold <laughs> and the Rock segments and stuff. Yep. Um, but uh, but anyway, it's just this match had me losing faith in the art that is pro wrestling because it was just it was that painful. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, we had. The Universal Championship match between Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt. I am not going to go on another Braun Strowman tangent because I just don't have the energy to do so this evening. Um, but um, you know, it, it, it. I guess it was okay, um, but I just have an issue buying into the uh, Mister Rogers version. Of um, of Bray Wyatt. I think they can have the. I think they can have the fiend uh, win. Yes, and but I hated this match because because the um, the the ending where where Braun had uh, he put he put the sheep mask on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was was, stupid. Was um, was trying to bait. uh, Bray Wyatt into into believing that he was back in the family and mm-hmm. you know that they were gonna come back together and 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 do all this and then what family Rowan and Harper are gone? <laughs> well, you, you know what I mean. But, I know I'm saying it's just stupid. Like, dude, like uh, it, it's just it's like it's like you said the Wyatt family doesn't exist in any in any capacity anymore. You know? So it's just like this is stupid. So I didn't. I hated this. I have a question. Hold on, before we go on with it, before we continue with this match, if you were to make a new wife family, who would you put in there? God, who? Um. Oh, well, that's interesting. Um, I would do. I would. I would probably put. Um. Put. Um, Alistair Black in there in some capacity. Mm-hmm. I would obviously have um, Bray Wyatt. Um, I would have um, uh, let's let's see here. Bray Wyatt, Alistair Black. I, I would I would probably put Seth Rollins in there because he's kind of he's kind of cultish. 
Um, I think I think that could make for some compelling televi- television. Because I'll tell you who I would put in. I would have Bree Wyatt, Seth Rollins, Alistair Black, and Damian Priest. Yeah, so, so oh, that's a good one. So yeah, three out of the four. It's 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 interesting how how we think so similarly about pro wrestling. So it's kind of cool. Um, and no, ladies and gentlemen, we did not discuss those selections. Nope, that that was just off the top of our heads on the show. So interesting. Um, so yeah, this this match was not compelling at all. Um, I um I would assume that this was a um, a uh, hold a placeholder of a match until. We get to the next one where the fiend will hopefully. I'm praying to God take the title off of Braun Strowman. The issue, the issue is that um, Bray Wyatt should have never lost in the first place, as we as we've talked about. So the fact the fact that they're trying to redo their mistakes after you know after Hell in a Cell and after. You know, Bray Wyatt lost to Goldberg. You know, just all this stuff. It's just like I no longer care, and the damage is done, and I just can't. Now, speaking of pay per view, next pay per view is on June the eighth, right? Um, backlash. That's backlash. Right. So it's um. You know, on the seventh, I thought I thought this was just someone um playing around with, like, the images and logos, but the, apparently they have an NXT takeover in your house. Yeah, and um, that's actually my birthday, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And um, I will see that birthday present for you. Yes, and then I'm, I'm also, uh, the week before before that, I'm, well, actually two weeks before that, I'm also getting the... Uh, the AEW pay-per-view, so it's gonna it's gonna be a good deal. Oh, the bone nothing. Um, yeah, I still I still want to get that. Um, oh, which one are you talking about? Um, yeah, I, well, I was talking about double or nothing. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. But I'm like, I'm I'm still gonna get that. I mean, I could I could wait until the next day and get it online, but I just I I don't I don't want to um I don't really want to do that because um. I'd, r- I'd rather, you know, yeah. give, the co- give the company my money, legit, like, legitimately, so, mm-hmm. um, so I think I'm, I'm going to do that, and then, uh, but, but, um, getting back to this, the next match we had was, uh, Drew, Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins, yep. I loved this match, mm-hmm. I thought it was so solid, um, so well done, um, Given what happened the next night on Raw, where um, you know we'll get into it further on tomorrow's show, but um, continue talking for a minute. I'll be but, right back. Yeah, but suffice to say, uh, Seth Rollins went a, went a bit cuckoo on uh, on Monday and um, did some very uh, gruesome damage to. Um, the eye of Rey Mysterio. So given that, um, given that that was what they ended up doing the next night, I was a little bit, um, I was a little bit confused by the ending, where uh, 
Seth shook Drew's hand after being convinced to do so. Um, but um, but having said that, that was my only um, that was my only uh, complaint in retrospect. And um, I I I really liked the fact that the um, the near falls for Seth were so believable. Like I actually. Usually, I don't really buy into near falls um, until it's like like the very end of the match. But this one, this one had me on the edge of my seat, and I actually thought at multiple points that they were going to give the title to Seth. Um, but um, a- absolutely an awesome match. Um, okay. uh, easily the match of the night for me. Um, next up was the, uh, Money in the Bank match, and this was, this is kind of hard for me to review. I think this would be hard for any, uh, podcaster to review. I'm just going to say, I kind of enjoyed the whole, uh, concept itself. Yeah, I did too, and, um, and uh, yeah, the actual match itself was very, um, very entertaining and, and very mm-hmm. fun to watch. Um, just from uh, f- from the jump, you know, they had um, they were introducing everybody, and and you know, they did the women in the lobby, and and yep, they, they were doing the men in the in the gym. Yep, and now uh, you know the, the the men were coming out from what what like the, the bathroom. <laughs> So I was just like, hmm, they're having a meeting in, in the stall before, while they're waiting for these matches to take place. And, uh, hey, you go, you go up first, and I'll come out, and I'll ram you into the exercise equipment. Exactly. Well, <laughs> well apparently, apparently they, were, they were having a powwow with Bruce Pritchard. Um, which oh my god, did you see that? Yeah. And now, hold on, hold on. I, I actually, I read, I read this. Um, did you remember, remember um, at one point there was someone sweeping and cleaning up the area? Yeah. Apparently that's uh, Bruce Pritchard's son. Oh god. Yeah. Kane the, Pritchard. What's his name? Kane. Oh god. Yeah. Oh lord. <laughs> Jesus. Oh God, it's a familial thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, but so, um, so yeah, like I said, they had uh, the women in the lobby and the men uh, did a weird entrance coming out of the bathroom and into the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, and then the last entrant to, to come out was supposed to be Oscar, and. Th- they played the they played the music and she didn't show up. Played it again they, and still no Oscar. The camera pans out and up. And <laughs> that was top. awesome. I love how she like, took everyone uh, out on top, like, the, um, the top, on top of the ele- on top of the elevator. Yeah, off the top of the elevator, and uh, took everybody else out. So that was really good. And then it just. Um, just a lot of the um, a lot of the segments that they did were very mm-hmm. funny. 
Yeah. Um, you know, like AJ. I like, I like that uh, Vince McMahon segment when uh, I think it was Dang Bryan and AJ Styles uh, were, were in the. They fought into Vince's office. Yeah, and then, and then one, one, um, the the dinosaur display, the the dinosaur bones. Yep. That he he has in there. That was awesome. Don't touch um, that. That's one rule. He 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 was afraid that uh that that would get uh, broken somehow. Well, no, and in in that case, I I don't blame him because if yeah. if I had that and someone broke it, oh my god, I'd be so pissed off. <laughs> um, so th- there's no argument for me there, uh, but just how how they they both acted like they were in the principal's office. Yeah. <laughs> And then he, uh, and he's like, Sty- "Get out of here!" And then Styles and Brian were were like, you know, negotiating with each other and like, <laughs> fix, "Fix the chair, bro! Fix the chair!" And then you know, they, they 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 fix it and then they very nicely close the door and then they go back to beating the chair out of each other. <laughs> I, was, I was just, I, I don't know. I just like I enjoyed the match. It's uh, the whole match itself. Um, yeah, I really yeah. like. I really liked it when they everyone out ended up. Out on top of the roof, like they're all they were in the ring. Yeah. Um. And, and the the visuals of this um, this whole scenario were really funny. We okay. Had a lot uh, of, did like you, I did said, you, someone posted a Wikipedia page. Did you see this? No. Someone posted a Wikipedia page with Raymond Stewart said, "Born whatever, died May 10th. 2020 after being thrown off of the roof of WB headquarters. Yeah, so so what um, LEO is referring to is both LEO and um, or both <laughs> not LEO, uh, <laughs> both both Alistair Black. Was and, I in the uh, match? I don't remember. <laughs> well, <laughs> you wouldn't remember if you got thrown off of a roof, but no, it was uh, <laughs> Alistair Black and uh, Rey Mysterio. What what was really stupid, and I don't know if you caught this, was they they did like a, a pan out of the of the building before all this took place. So they did like a long shot of the roof, and you could see the pad where they were gonna fall. Mm-hmm. So that kind of I mean obviously everybody knew that nobody was actually gonna get thrown off the roof yeah. and die. I'm saying um, this is how stupid people are, and this is why it's. I think it's a bad idea to have people be allowed to edit a web page like Wikipedia. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I mean, I've said before on this on this show that there's a reason that e- even college students aren't allowed to use Wikipedia when they're doing research papers. Um, but you know. Um, but overall, I thought it was really cool. You know, like I said, they had a lot of cool uh, segments and cameos. Yep. Uh, they had um, they had uh, Stephanie McMahon in one with uh, Dana Brooke. Brooke. That was really funny. What are you doing? You you yeah, make, you're making a mess of this place. And look, help to help Nine Jacks out. She's drooling all over the place. <laughs> yeah, and then. And, and then um, <laughs> Carmella climbed up on the table and then grabbed the uh, the briefcase that was full of money and she was celebrating like she won the money. In the yeah, yeah. Briefcase. Uh, excuse me, Dana. Wasn't it de- 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 uh, determined that um, 
the Money in the Bank briefcase was on the roof. Um, <laughs> yeah, so she uh, she looked really stupid there. Um, and then we had uh, like 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 we were mentioning, Vince Vince McMahon was involved. We had uh, we had Big Johnny. Uh, oh Jesus. Johnny Ace. Okay, can I can I just say? Yeah. I cannot believe that Road Warrior and and John Lawrence are brothers. They couldn't be more different. I know. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> and speaking of, speaking of the Road Warriors, um, I really enjoyed their Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah, uh, that was sad. that was hard to watch at times though. Which which we'll get into on tomorrow's show. Um, but yeah, uh, no doubt who was the bigger star of that pairing. Uh, <laughs> um, ta- talking about talking about uh, Road Warrior Animal and John and uh, Big Johnny. Um, yeah. People power. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> what was he doing? Was he riding one of those scooter things? Yes, he was. What the hell? I I I I, I wanted um. I wanted Shawn Michaels to materialize in his chef outfit and super kick him out of the scooter. That's what I really wanted. But um, speaking of uh, more cameos, we also had um, we also had Paul Heyman in, involved in one, which, which uh, initiated a food fight. Well, look, you, you know, you know what was funny. When uh, Rey Mysterio went into the bathroom and Brother Love came out of the store, it's like, I love you. Ray's like, I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, the match, the match was very enjoyable. Um, you know, it was, like I said, it was a little bit hard to follow with everything going on and, yeah. and two, two matches um, going on simultaneously. I'm not sure. I wasn't sure how they were going to pull that one off. They um, did because uh, I it was entertaining. But but here's where here's where I got a little bit confused, right? So when 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 they got on the roof and like the the real um, you know the ladder part of it started, um, the fact that Sheena Baszler wasn't involved in the finish, let alone make it to the roof. Uh, that pissed me off. Um, well, because no, no, no one even knew that it was gonna be for it was gonna be for the actual women's championship. They thought they were getting a briefcase for a shot at the championship. Well, and I, I'm I'm gonna get to that in a, in a minute. But but even before you take that into account, the fact that uh, Shayna Baszler wasn't factored into the finish really pissed me off, and that just confirms to me that. She's dead and buried on the WWE roster, which is, which is another example of why, you know, if I'm if I'm an NXT talent, I, I don't want to go to WWE. Like, I'd rather just stay in NXT. Um, or go to NXT UK. Yeah, because to me, right, and this is just me personally, I would rather have creative freedom and less money than have all that money and be not used or just be completely misused in the case of WWE. I mean, their handling of talent um, in the midst of having the most talented roster that they've ever had 
is just absolutely mind-boggling to me. Spe uh, speaking of mind-boggling, um, why? Not only was Cena Baszler not on the roof or not factored into the finish, but but why was it that when Oscar and Baron Corbin were on the ladder, why were they fighting each other? <laughs> I know, right? Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. I was getting I was confused. At, like, what's going on? Why? Why are they fighting each other? Uh, aren't there two separate briefcases? Hey, right. It, isn't this kind of like two separate matches in one? Like, why is this happening? Um, so you know, I was really, I was really surprised that um, Oscar won. Um, I was, I was floored, as a matter of fact, because I would have, I would have expected it to be Shayna. But at the same time, you know, I, I can't really complain that Oscar won because. You know, this is something that I've been begging for um, for several years uh, since her streak ended at WrestleMania um, to Charlotte Flair. Um, but the, so the women's match ends, and then we get into uh, the ending of the men's match, um, where. Um, where it was, um, it, it was Baron Corbin. I believe it was Baron Corbin and AJ Styles were on were on the ladder, okay. and they were fighting. Um, they were fighting to see who was gonna uh, pull the um, pull the briefcase down, and. Um, so originally Corbin get Corbin gets uh, uh um no it, it was black that got tossed off the ladder and then it was um and then it was Corbin and um Styles going up the ladder to see who's gonna get the case. And then they they end up getting into a um getting into a uh, like a tug of war situation and um and um styles fumbles the the was it styles or um or uh hold on i'm just trying to fix um yeah so uh, okay this is what happened so elias attacks corbin He's out. He's out of the scenario after getting hit with a um, with a guitar, and then um, and then um, Styles fumbles the briefcase, drops it, and it ends up in uh, Otis's hands. Now here's the here's the thing, right? So Otis wins the match, which which I was surprised about. Why? Nobody knew he was gonna win. But I mean. I don't have a problem with it um, because I think that they need to build uh, new stars, and in my in my book, Otis has the potential to be just that. Yep. But here here's here's where it gets interesting to me. So so it's very clear to me that that Otis is not going to cash in and win the belt. I th I think. I think he's going to be one of the few who failed to do so. Yeah. Um, and 
So with that being said, um, from from that perspective, I kind of have a have an issue with it. I would have I would have really liked it to have seen Alistair Black win, but um, if if they if they use it to elevate Otis in the, in the right way, I don't have a problem with it. But if it's just used as a prop in the in the love story between um, between Mandy and Otis, where I think Mandy's eventually going to screw um, going to screw um, Otis out of cashing the money in, cashing in the money in the bank briefcase, then I have a problem. Um, with that, um, so for that reason, I would have I would have really preferred Alistair Black or AJ Styles uh, to to win the situation. And um, and given how um, given how Styles came back, um, I was really surprised that he didn't win. So my personal pick would have been Alistair Black. Um, Given how everything turned out, I would have expected it to be Styles, um, and I just so depend. I think this could go one of two ways, as I just laid out. Um, you know, part of part of the reason why I I don't I in retrospect I don't like how they handled the 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 women's money in the bank. Um, you know, we'll get we'll get into further detail when we do the the raw review on uh, tomorrow's recording. But um, before we get off the air here, um, give heaven on Monday night with uh, with Becky dropping the belt to Asuka and us finding out that that the raw title was was in the briefcase apparently magically um even though i think somebody somebody um logically would have figured that out because the belt is eight pounds and a contract is not <laughs> um, but perhaps i'm just overthinking or being too logical for wwe uh wwe brass um but the thing right there, so if you're not going to tell the fans that it's for the belt and then you're just going to give the belt to Asuka, then that cheapens the Money in the Bank briefcase because it doesn't mean anything yeah. at this point, regardless of how um, WWE tries to spin it. Um, so I have, an, I have an issue there. Um, with the money in the bank itself being cheapened. And then the other issue that I have is if you're going to announce that Becky Lynch is pregnant and has to drop the championship, why not have it? Why not have a, a tournament to determine who's going to face Asuka to, to, um, for the opportunity to win the belt, that way the money, the, that way the money in the bank's uh, briefcase still means something, and you can have a tournament which elevates the women's championship in, in and of itself. 
So I feel like they missed an opportunity there, and they just took the they just took the easy way out. I mean, it may, it makes sense, but if you're gonna do that, I would have I would have I would have liked us to have heard um, to have heard that that was gonna be the case before the the money in the bank, which which begs the question of of when was WWE notified that um, that Becky was pregnant in the first place? Because, you know, because from what I heard, Asuka didn't even, didn't even know that she was gonna, that Becky was pregnant until she got in, into the building for Raw. Now, obviously this was pre-taped, but if, if this all is pre-taped, then at least, at least build up a story or a tease as to why the as to why the the women's title is going to be online and money in the bank. So, you know, o- overall, I thought I thought it was a decent show. Yeah. But but the, but the um, typical WWE logic gaps um, continued to astound me, <laughs> and. Um, and so that's partially why I wanted to uh, come on here and give uh, give money to the bank its own platform by itself, so it didn't get lost in the shuffle of everything we have to discuss with um, with the weekly television that has that has taken place because there's a lot that has to be covered there. And then it, um, just as a just as a selfish thing for me. I, uh, I I wanted an excuse not to have to watch SmackDown this evening, so it was, it was very nice of you to to do this um, show with me this evening. Right. Um, so thank you for that. And um, and before we jump off here, what out of out of ten, what what would you give this show considering everything that happened? I'm gonna go with a seven because I just found it, I just found uh, both money bank uh, matches to be entertaining. Yeah, I I would I would agree. I I mean I would even I would even push it up to a seven point five. Um, and I really one of the, one of the things that I really enjoyed was the shorter time. Um, yeah, it, the, it ended the, early. Holy yeah, the, the overall pay per view. I was looking at my watch. It's like it, I believe it was nine forty five. Yeah, which was which was really nice. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and I was able to uh, I was able to catch the Undertaker uh, documentary, the part one, the part one. Oh. And, um, did you wanna did you did you wanna touch on that in tomorrow's show? Mm, we can because I still haven't seen it so. Okay, well, um, make sure you watch that because I would be very interested to get your take on the show tomorrow. But uh, with but with that, before we go off on any more tangents, um, we're going to wrap up uh, tonight's bonus episode um, because we got plenty more to discuss uh, tomorrow. And uh, and thanks for jo- thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll we'll see you again tomorrow. All right, ladies and gentlemen, from my co-host, uh, Ben Pierce, the man that's always piercing barriers, I'm Elio Canella, saying we will talk to you all tomorrow. Ben, say goodbye to the fans. See ya!
Change rocks and rings. Bang. Bang. 